Dude, I've all fucked up already. <laughs> you done fucked it up already. <laughs> I fucked it up. Oh, man. Welcome, 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 everybody, to that. Listen, this is a place where we aim to make you laugh, piss you off, educate, be educated. Today's got a lot of education, a lot of education going on today. Probably some pissing off, probably some making you laugh. Oh, I'm Maddie. I'm Bernie. Sit down, folks. Buckle up. It's going to be a bumpy fucking ride. Oh, it's going to be a bumpy one today, man. <laughs> I already started fucking it all up. <laughs> it must be the whiskey. It's got to be the whiskey. It's fucking nine forty in the morning over here. I'm walking and drinking some Maker's baby. Oh yeah, and I'm uh, I got uh-huh. I'm sipping on some Crown. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not an alcoholic. Fuck you. I'm just alcoholics go to meetings. Yeah, they're quitters. <laughs> they're fucking quitters. Yep. Jesus. Uh-huh. <coughs> well, um, so we're just we're just gonna fucking get right into this shit. Um, mm-hmm. We have both received messages and stuff from multiple people that are like, "Hey, you gonna cover the bald issue? Hey, you gonna cover the school shooting?" Yeah, yep, yep, we are right fucking now. Um, I'm really glad we didn't jump right on it though immediately because. Yeah, because there has been a lot of different, um, yeah. like a lot of different information, a lot of different news articles, news stories, and videos, and this and that. And there's like one, one thing says one thing, the the next thing you see says something completely different, and the timeline is completely different, or the the yep. this or the that or the people, you know, like security or <clears throat> it's it's there was so many different, and I still think. Even to this day, I still think that there's a lot more information that's not being released, and a lot more, um, it, a lot more information needs to come out to be able to accurately, one hundred percent accurately, portray and and uh, like, crit- uh, not criticize, but like uh, you know, look at this from a logical standpoint and make right. decisions on what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, one of the biggest things that has come out um, since the shooting that I'm really glad, which is another reason why I'm really glad we kind of waited on this a little bit, um, Mm -hmm. is the timeline. Yeah. Um, And, guys, it's fucked. Like, it's fucked. Um. We're right back at a Parkland situation with this one. <clears throat> yeah, um, that was the one big thing that I heard was that. Yeah. Initially, so, what I heard was it was, what, 40 minutes before police uh, entered, and then it turned yeah. into more like 90. Yeah, so I've heard, <clears throat> I've, heard, I've heard 42 minutes, I've heard 90 minutes, I've heard 60-something minutes. So um, I, I personally like Breitbart. Uh, <clears throat> I think they do a pretty good job of accurately reporting shit. Um, they are a little bit more conservative right-leaning, obviously. Um, but, guys, you're never going to get a neutral fucking news media reporting outlet out there right now, period. Um, my personal opinion, 
Uh, <clears throat> from what I've seen, any left-leaning news media outlet seems to dramatically blow things out of proportion and report strictly leaning towards their agenda or their side's agenda. Mm-hmm. Um, now, don't get me wrong, right-leaning media outlets, Fox News, stuff like that, uh, they do much of the same type of shit. Um Breitbart, I have found to be a little bit more centralized. Um, <clears throat> yes, they are again a little bit light, right, more right leaning for sure. Um, but they are they're pretty fucking good at sticking to facts. Um, so I want to start this off first and foremost. Um, God damn, man, my heart goes out to those fucking parents. Being a parent myself, uh, and my my son going to school. Um, you know, he's seven years old. He's in second grade. Um, Look, man, I don't leave my house without my piece. Okay. I know a lot of other parents that are very much the same. I'm pretty sure at any given time in that drop-off line or in that parking lot in the morning, there's probably, I would say, at least a quarter of the vehicles in that parking lot all have guns in them. Um, Mm -hmm. Out here, we are a constitutional carry state, so... Uh, which is pretty fucking gangster. Um, you do not need a permit to carry a concealed weapon out here. Um, it is also an open carry state. So if you do not feel comfortable carrying concealed, you can open carry if you want. Guys, in my personal opinion, it's a bad idea. Um, I'm not a huge fan of open carry. Um, man, it just... It makes you a target. It makes you a target for some psychopath that wants to try and grab a hold of your weapon and get it away from you, number one. Number two, if I'm a shooter... And I'm, let's say, going into my local Walmart to light that fucking place up. The first people I'm going to fucking light up are the ones that I can see have a weapon on their hip. Mm -hmm. If I can see your weapon, I'm shooting you in the fucking face first. Because I'm going to take out the immediate threat to me, right? The one that I know poses a threat to fucking me. So Mm -hmm. when it comes to carrying a firearm for your protection or for the protection of your family or your community... Um, I tend to veer away from open carry. I just don't think it's that great of an idea. That's just me personally. Okay. Don't, Mm -hmm. don't sit here and say that, you know, Hey, Maddie said open carry is stupid. That's not what I'm saying. At least you have a gun on, right? At least you have a means of protection. Uh, I would just prefer people to, um, become proficient and trained in concealed carry, drawing from concealed carry, shooting from that you know, that type of a draw, things of that nature, because <clears throat> then it doesn't make you an immediate target, right? But it still gives you the ability to return fire, eliminate a threat, whatever it may be. So, uh, but yeah, I'm pretty sure at least a quarter of the vehicles in that parking lot in the morning are all packing. Um, <clears throat> and I will drop off the kid every morning uh, and I sit in my truck um, and I wait until all of those kids are inside that fucking building. Yeah. Then I go ahead and I dip out and I go to the gym. Um, so it's, it's, uh, you know, for me, um, being a parent again, man, it's, it sucks. It's, uh, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy to think about what, what these, what these parents are going through. Um, and these families, man, it's heartbreaking. So, um, 
I'm not going to sit here and say, you know, thoughts and prayers go out because realistically thoughts and prayers don't go fucking thing. Um, my condolences. Uh, but throughout this episode, and it's going to be a little bit of a longer episode, but throughout this episode, we're going to dive into some of the things that can fucking help prevent this from happening again. Um, or if anything can help prevent when it does happen again, that number being fucking 19 children. Um, so we're going to get into it a little bit here. I want to start off with the timeline of this. I think that's extremely important because now waiting a week and seeing what's come out, I feel like starting this whole conversation off with the fucking timeline of this shooting um, and leading into some other things is kind of where I think we need to begin. We should begin at the beginning, which we're not going to Quentin Tarantino the shit. We'll, we'll fucking start from the beginning and we'll go through the timeline real quick. I've got it pulled up. Um, and then we'll go from there. So, uh, sometime, so, so Breitbart's timeline is starting here at 11 a.m. Um, this little fucktard shot his grandma in the face, um, which I thought that was interesting. Um, Mm -hmm. weird, uh, not too much information has come out about the home life. I know, uh, I think he asked or got kicked out of his mom's pad or something like that. So I need to live with his grandparents. Um, look guys, I'm just going to say it. Kid's a fucking weirdo. Um, mm-hmm. There's been certain things that have come out that he wasn't trans. Everything I have seen is that he is fucking trans. Um, now this isn't a shot at the trans community by any means. So don't take it that way. But guys, the one biggest thing that we always talk about with these shootings, at least on the right, it's not gun grabbing. It's not going after the Second Amendment. It's going after mental health, right? Every single one of these shooters has some sort of a mental health issue. I'm fucking sorry, people. Gender dysphoria is a mental health condition. There's a reason why the trans community has a 70% suicide rate. I'm pretty sure I I can't remember the exact percentage, but I think it's something like 60 plus percent of trans people end up reverting back to their original gender at some point in time. It's a fucking mental health condition, dude. It's a mental health condition. Okay. We in society are now trying to normalize this. Just fucking being okay. No, fuck you. Okay. Listen, if you want to cut your dick off, that's your fucking business. That's your life. That's your choice. I mean, you have that right to cut your fucking dick off. But don't expect me to sit here and normalize that shit. No, fuck you. That is a mental health condition. So here we are starting this off right off the bat with another mental health condition. Okay, this kid was fucked up. Yeah, I mean, which the majority, I would say all, but I would say the vast majority of, um, <clears throat> you know, these these school shootings, mass shootings, fucking, you know, whichever way you want to classify it, the, you know, these mass murders or whatever, I would say at least 80 to 90% of these carried out, it's a mental health issue that starts mm-hmm. everything. Yep. <clears throat> Or a religious Not even, aspect of it. Yeah, right? that's what that's what I mean by you know that that little ten percent, twenty percent. That that's because of you know religious uh, ideologies and shit like that. Mm-hmm. But it's it's usually 
I mean, and extreme religious ideologies like that, like ISIS and you know Islam and shit like that. Mm-hmm. That that car- that counts for so little of a percentage that I still think that uh, the mental health aspect of it still outweighs the the religious aspect of it. I mean, if you're being that, if you're that crazy to go shoot up a fucking place of wherever out of religious fucking beliefs, you you got mental health issues. Just saying. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you look at radical Islam, right? Um, yeah. <clears throat> now, you spent more time, obviously, <laughs> again, I can't stress it enough, <laughs> uh, not for lack of trying, uh, but you spent more time, obviously, than I did in the Middle East, right? So you interacted yeah. with Muslims on a daily basis, right? Yeah. Um, now, <clears throat> I personally have done some reading into the Quran and into the Muslim religion. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, and this is where uh, I think this is, and I don't really think you and I have ever had this conversation, which is weird in all the years that we've known each other. I know, right? Serving together, we've never had this conversation. But my personal opinion is after reading what I've read and doing the research that I've done on the Quran and on what's actually stated in the Quran and in the Muslim religion, mm-hmm. I don't give a flying fuck how many times somebody tells me that you can be a peaceful Muslim. Just by what is written in that fucking book, there is always, always going to be the ability for a peaceful Muslim to become radicalized if they decide to follow that book to the letter. Yeah. Because that that religion in and of itself is violent as fuck. It's plain as day. It's not like with the Bible where, where I would say 95% of what's in the Bible is open to, to interpretation because you can read one, one piece of scripture and I could read that exact same piece of scripture and we could come out with two completely different views on it, of what it's saying. Right. Yeah. When I read the Quran, right. And I look at what is written in there, bro, it's black and fucking white. Okay. It's like, you, you can't fuck that up. Yeah. Right. The way it's written. So, so whether you're a radical Islamist, or you're a peaceful Islamist or Muslim, whatever you want to call them, right? Mm-hmm. There's always going to be that ability just by what is written in that book to become radicalized. Okay. Yeah. And like you said, like, like, dude, there's something that's got to be off in your fucking dome when you believe in Sharia law, when you believe in man love Thursday shit, when you believe <laughs> in child brides when you believe in all these things that are written down in the quran that are believed by the islamic people right by muslims mm-hmm. bro there's got to be something fucking mentally wrong with you yeah right so again i mean you spent way more time over there dealing with these people than i did and you probably know that religion a little bit better than i do i mean am i way off on this or am i pretty much fucking dead nuts on no yeah um like you're you're pretty much dead nuts on because <clears throat> I remember going, you know, obviously I remember going over there. Uh, it's kind of one of those things that sticks with you. Um, <clears throat> especially when, you know, these radical Islam, uh, you know, these fucking hardcore Muslims that they don't like and they, you know, they don't like you. They don't like any anything that you stand for. They don't like any any of your beliefs. And they are literally, they're, they're literally willing and able to kill for their belief. Uh-huh. <clears throat> And which I mean, that's exactly what they do with you. I mean, they fucking blew you motherfuckers up. So yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> it's one of those things that kind of sticks with you. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, 
it it is a when when you're so far gone and I, I don't mean like so far gone but if you're if your mental state is so far into I'm gonna kill for an invisible being you know it's kind of a mental health issue you know it kind of yeah. it presents more of a mental health issue than a spiritual issue like yeah and, and I mean and don't get me wrong <laughs> I mean Christianity too it that's one one problem that I have with mainstream Christianity nowadays and Christians nowadays is that they tend to forget the the Old Testament, right? And I say it all the time. The brutal like, part. I'm like, yeah, uh, yeah, uh, God was a dick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just going to come out and fucking say it. If you have done I mean, any I forget the script. Reading, I forget the scripture, but I mean, shit, he just, he let it, <laughs> he, he kept it, uh, he kept it daylight out for 24 hours so that they could kill motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, like he, dude, he didn't, he, <laughs> dude, God was a savage, man, back mm-hmm. in the Old Testament. Like, I've yeah. created you, you're fucking it all up, I'm starting over, fuck you. Yeah, uh, you know, like, I'm, I'm going to make it rain for 40 days and 40 nights and then just cover yeah, the earth. Yeah, like the floods water. and the famine and the, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the fucking locusts and all this shit, right? Like, this motherfucker was, he had no problem saying, I'm done with your bullshit. I'm fucking over it, right? And then, again, because everything, I, I feel like because everything is so open to interpretation with the Christian religion and with scripture that's in the Bible and things of that nature and just a little background for the listeners. Um, I'm not one of those guys that's just like, oh, I know a little bit about Christianity because like, I've read about it. Mm-hmm. Bitch, it was my entire fucking life, seven days a week, from the time I was like 13, uh, like 12 years old, 11, 12 years old, all the way up until I was like 16, 17. Like, I'm talking, dude, I fucking, I, I played like guitar and sang in the fucking youth group worship punk band that fucking me and my boys started like for me from from preschool until seventh grade or sixth grade um i was in like the sports i played was a year-round christian league yep so every saturday before we fucking uh before we had our game we had our fucking our little like church meeting kind of deal yeah. before the game we played our game in the in the winter we had winter camp where we fucking it was a, yep. a seven days worth of fucking yep. christian bullshit yep. we did all kinds did of things in summer we did like a three-week tour yep. or three-week th- do, uh, like three-week tour <laughs> yeah three-week tour <laughs> it's like at <laughs> yeah um <clears throat> but yeah like i i that was my growing up as well you know like yeah. from preschool all the way up until sixth seventh grade and then yep I still kind of followed it throughout, like up until the end of high school. But once I got out of high school, I was just like, "Nah, I'm I'm good with religion in general." I'm like, yeah, no. Until me, until recently, um, now you know the last couple of years, I've been following Norse paganism, obviously. Yeah, which which <laughs> which paganism is extremely interesting and fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. It's it is the oldest religion um, yeah. known to mankind, um, and there's a lot of because I study paganism as well. Um, mm-hmm. And man, you know, there's not a lot of fucking death and destruction in the pagan religion, <laughs> right? Like when yeah. you really, when you really dive into it and study it, um, it's very much about uh, Michelob Ultras and fucking. Oh, that's not a Michelob! Oh, no. Holy yeah. shit! You fucking surprised me. Is that Doctor Pepper? That's a Doctor Pepper. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> to go with you. my crown. Oh, fucking right. Um, no, but. You know, it's a pretty peaceful fucking religion. Um, 
or or faith-based belief. Um, But to get back to some of this other stuff, because I don't want to get too far. Fucking bumping mics over here. Too far off the rails. (laughs) Uh, You know, with with something like Christianity that's so open to interpretation, I mean, that's one of the reasons why we had the Christian Crusades. Right? Yeah. That's one of the reasons why the Christians almost completely wiped out pagans. Um, because paganism was, you know, paganism was around well before Christianity, if you look at it historically. Um, so I'm not saying that the Christian religion is, is, is a peaceful religion and the, uh, the Islamic religion is a violent religion. Um, uh, the Islamic religion definitely is a violent uh, belief system. Uh, very, very violent. But Christianity can be as well. Uh, you know, so anybody, as as with what happened with the Christian Crusades, you know, anybody has the ability to become radicalized and take it too far. And I feel like when you get to that part, that point, um, there has to be a mental health aspect to that. Um, you know, you can't just sit here and tell me that it's logically acceptable and totally sane and okay. And there's no mental health issues for somebody to sit here and believe that, uh, you know, a woman is not allowed to have any sort of rights. And if she uncovers her face, then she gets to be stoned to death in front of, all of town in, in the center of town. Like there's, there, you, there, you know, there, there's no way you can tell me that mentally uh, you're, you're 100% completely sane in taking a fucking child bride. Like, no, you're fucked up, dude. Like you're fucked up in the fucking head. And uh, you know, there, there's a mental health aspect to that. So with, with all of this, um, all these things that are happening, um, it, it really boils down to a mental health aspect. Um, and I think that's one of the biggest places that we need to really start putting some fucking focus. Um, and the hardest part about that, right. And, and, and we're going to get into some possible solutions to these situations as we go along in this episode today. And again, guys, it's going to be a longer episode. Um, I'm just forewarning you. Uh, it's going to be a longer episode. We do. There is so much to cover on this, and so many talking points, so many discussions. I think that need to be had. So, but the start make it off, super difficult for me when I'm editing this shit. <laughs> yes, I am. It's going to be a bitch. Um, yeah. But I think we have a little bit of a good idea how we're this, and it's not a big problem as it, as it has been the last couple of episodes for editing editing purposes, and it's going to flow well, and I think we're all good. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I was saying, you know, on the religious aspect, aspect, I think in, in a vast majority of religions, because the Catholics did it too, right? The Catholics did it with the Christians, um, and then the Christians did it with the pagans and, and things like that. So I, I feel like most religions, there is that ability to become radicalized. And once you cross that line, there's a mental health aspect to it. Yeah. Um, most of these shootings, they all have mental health aspects. And that is where I think part of our focus needs to be. Um, mental health is a huge issue in our country. And the problem that I have with this is the fact that instead of looking for solutions or ways to uh, get better funding for mental health treatments and mental health uh, studies and things of this nature, we're coming into a society where we're just trying to fucking normalize mental health issues. 
Yeah. Right. Transgenderism. Like, I get it. We need to kids fucking throats. Yeah. Like I, I get it. We need to end the stigma of, you know, like depression, anxiety, mental health, like mental health disorders and stuff are like not talked about. We need to talk about them more. We need to end that stigma of, Oh, it's a mental health thing. Ugh. You know, because a lot of times <clears throat> mental health issues don't get brought up. And, you know, I would say over the last, like, say five maybe five years or so it's finally gotten to the point of you know mental health issues between you know ptsd depression anxiety bipolar you know shit like that <clears throat> it's finally coming to the surface where people can talk about it but i think it's going a little bit too far where other mental health issues like trans transgenderism um shit like that is now getting normalized it's like yeah we're talking about it but you're not talking about it in the right way we need to find a way to fix it not yes, exactly. just be able to normalize and talk it talk about it <laughs> right and not only not only normalize it but shut it down on our fucking kids like that's where i have a huge problem like yeah. when you got when you got marvel coming out with fucking trans characters and disney coming out with more trans characters in their movies and when you've got uh fucking uh what is it <clears throat> you know fucking tranny story time and you know at yeah. libraries and you've got 10 year old uh what was his name Devin or whatever the fuck that that kid's name was dancing in gay bars at 10 years old and like dude, motherfuckers this is not okay man this is this is like this is some disgusting shit and we yeah. need to fucking stop this as a society we need to come together and say enough is enough like fuck you dude like listen like there's got to be a way to like you said have these discussions about mental health find better treatments and and have more awareness and acceptance right mm -hmm. without normalizing some of the shit and making it just okay and something that we just need to fucking deal with yeah because then we end up into situations like this okay it, number one number two burke says it all the time and i'm a fucking bro i'm on board Make bullying great again. Yeah. Bully the bullies. I'm <laughs> sick of this shit. These people that are allowed to run around and spout off fucking whatever the hell they want. Like, yes. Again, another, I don't want to sit here and quote John Burke and stroke his dick. <laughs> but realistically, the, the man makes some really good fucking points, right? Mm -hmm. As a constitutionalist, the Constitution is absolute. Okay? First Amendment? Yeah. You should 100% be able to, and this is going to go into something that I dealt with this week. You should 100% have that right. They would ever, you can have whatever come out of your mouth that you want to come out of your mouth. And that's fine. That is your First Amendment right. But don't be surprised when you get punched in the fucking mouth for it. Don't be surprised when you get called out by somebody with more fucking knowledge on the subject than you and told that you're fucking uneducated and you're misinformed. And you need to shut the fuck up and do a little bit of research because you just sound fucking stupid. Don't be fucking surprised. And then don't get all butthurt when that happens. Mm -hmm. Maybe have a little bit more of an open mind and fucking learn a little bit from somebody that knows a fuck ton more than you do since you don't know shit about fuck. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you right <coughs> fucking now what happened to me this week. What's I've got name? 12 fucking years. I have 12 oh. years of experience <clears throat> and knowledge and fucking training on subjects just like this. And you're going to fucking tell me somebody who's never even fucking squeezed a round off 
that you know better than I do, <laughs> sit the fuck down. <clears throat> We're having this conversation <clears throat> right fucking now. So let's get into it. Timeline. Let's start with this timeline. Because <clears throat> there's a lot to break down in this fucking timeline. And I'm going to tell you right now, the minute this timeline came out and some more of this information <clears throat> came out over the last few days, more pissed me the fuck off. Okay? Yeah, because everything's been going up and down and left and right yeah. and fucking back yeah. and forth. It's fucking stupid. We yeah, need to I get a, cl- a clear, concise timeline. Yep. So here we go. <clears throat> Sometime we after pretty... 11 o'clock in the morning. Started mm. off. That little fucking thing shoots his grandma in the face. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, according to Public Safety Director Steve McGraw, Gilbert Gallegos, 82, who lives across the street, uh, from Ramos and his grandmother heard a shot as he was in his yard. He runs to the front, sees Ramos speed away in a pickup truck, and Ramos's grandmother coming toward him, pleading for help. Covered in blood, she says, Berto, this is what he did. He shot me. According to Gallegos, whose wife calls the police and reports the shooting. So he shoots his fucking grandma in the face shortly after 11 o'clock in the morning. See, now, my did question is... Did I break is... up there, or was I good? No, no, no. You were, you were good. It was... Okay. Um, it we're, was... Having <laughs> we're having a good... We're having a good... Good net day. Let's fucking cross our fingers. Cross our yeah. noodles. Fucking knock on wood. Let's fucking make this don't, shit happen. Don't cross the streams, but cross your doodles. Um, <laughs> cross the, I'd rather cross streams than cross doodles. That's a little weird. Yeah. yeah no no docking here. Um, <laughs> no, yeah. yeah. This is a no docking zone. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but so quick question. Um, so it says that he shot his grandmother in the face, yet yes. she still ran outside. And so, like, yes. what? where exactly in the face did he shoot her that... I, She's a grandmother, meaning she's probably know. elderly. I don't That's... know. He's probably <clears throat> a shitty fucking shot for one. He probably like like grazed the side of her head probably, or something like that. Yeah, because she's in. She's if I'm not mistaken, she's in stable condition. Yeah, like from I was thinking I, that she like when they uh, when they fucking first came out with it said that he shot his grandmother. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, you know. And then they, mm-hmm. they came out that he shot her in the face. I'm like, okay, so why are we still talking about her that she's <laughs> like, <laughs> not, to be that, not to be insensitive or nothing, but she's thought. dead. What, you know, that means that the kill count is up one. You know, I was thinking the entire time that the, he killed his grandmother, no. but no, she's no, still, she's, now she's in stable yeah. condition. It's kind of hard to do that when yeah, you get shot in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, so she, she, right. so he shoots grandma in the face at around 11 o'clock. Um, shortly after around 11, 27 AM, there's video footage showing that a teacher props open an exterior door to school. Okay. Which is crucial because this right here at this point has opened an entry point. <coughs> Eleven twenty eight, yeah. teacher exits to retrieve a phone and then returns through the exit door, which remains propped open. It's not clear why the teacher was retrieving a phone. Department of Public Safety spokesperson Travis Cosadine said Thursday that investigators hadn't determined why the door was propped open. Okay, listen. I'm not going to sit here and crucify the teacher for propping open a door. When I was in school, bitch, we sat in school with the fucking doors wide open all the time. Right? It's hot out. Mm -hmm. It's in Texas. Not sure what the temps were that day. Maybe the AC was on the fritz. Maybe the fans weren't working too good. Kids weren't feeling whatever the fucking case is. Teacher props open the door. Not too sure exactly where the door is, <clears throat> but I'm gonna go ahead and I'm just gonna say, okay, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna toss that one to the side. I'm not gonna really crucify her too much um, <clears throat> or him. I, I don't know if it was a male or female. Um, just as the teacher yeah. um, <clears throat> at 11:28 a.m. 
Ramos crashes the pickup into a drainage ditch behind the school. Two men at a nearby funeral home hear the crash and run out to see what happened. They see Ramos jump out of the passenger side carrying an AR-15 style rifle and a bag full of ammunition. Now, fuck you. You don't know what's in that bag, so that's speculation. Yeah. Objection. Speculation. Now, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, exactly. I object to my objection. Uh, Objection. Uh, Hearsay. No, he... Yeah, now... Is it completely feasible and possible that that bag is full of fucking loaded mags? Absolutely, because I'm going to tell you right now, if I'm going to go something like that, ready, preloaded and ready to rock, I don't have to sit here and shove rounds into a mag. No, yeah. I'm just going to grab my mag and fucking slap it in the, in the, in the weapon. So mm-hmm. the men run and Ramos fires at them but doesn't hit them. Mm-hmm. One of the men falls, but both make it back into the funeral home. A panic teacher then emerges from the school and calls mm-hmm. 911. So we are exactly roughly 30 minutes between when he shoots grandma in the face to when he reaches the school. Okay. And see, from what I heard, all the different, you know, all the different fucking news outlets and shit like that were saying that this at this point, (coughs) he was after he shoots grandma um, and then heads to the school, there was supposedly a interaction uh with law enforcement with law enforcement yes and they were shooting up his truck or whatever like they shot up his truck and that's what fucking made him ditch or you know like fucking crash into the ditch yeah no no go (coughs) now this is this is where law enforcement is going to come in right here so 11 38 is he already in the school now no Okay, okay. No, 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 no. He's still outside the school. So 911 receives a call saying there was a crash and a man with a gun at the school. 1130. Mm-hmm. 1131, Ramos begins shooting at the school from the school parking lot as police cars begin to arrive at the funeral home. Ramos <clears throat> then makes his way around the school building. Okay, so literally we have a two to three minute response time from when the 911 call funeral home workers to when law enforcement arrives on scene. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the school district police officer, so the SRO who was working that day wasn't on campus around this time, contrary to previous reports. The officer drives to the school immediately after getting the 911 call and approaches someone at the back of the school who he thought was the gunman. As the officer sped toward the man who turned out to be a teacher, McGraw, said the officer drove right by the suspect who was hunkered down behind a vehicle. Why the fuck wasn't the SRO on scene? Why the fuck wasn't the SRO at the school? That's your post, motherfucker. That's why we have SROs planted at a fucking school and other law enforcement officers doing patrols in the fucking area. Yeah. Because I know when I was at school, when I was in high school, our SRO, if he wasn't walking around the campus, he was in his fucking office. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not understanding why the SRO was not on campus at this time. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Anyway, this is where we're at. So, Popo drives right by the motherfucker, hunkered down. Rama, 11.32, Ramos fires multiple shots at the school and then makes his way toward the open door. Five minutes after crashing the pickup, Ramos enters the school and begins shooting into two adjoining classrooms, classroom 111 and 112. <coughs> he fires yeah. more than 100 rounds. Jesus. We're now at 1133. 
Okay. 11.35. Three city police officers entered the school through the same door that Ramos used and are later followed by four other officers, putting a total of seven inside the building. Two officers received graze wounds from Ramos. 11.37. Gunman, uh, gunfire continues with 16 rounds being shot in total. Uh, it's unclear who fired the shots. 11.51. A police sergeant and other law enforcement begin to arrive. 12.03. A female, age unknown, calls 911 whispers that she's in a classroom that she's in classroom 112 uh the la the call lasts one minute and 23 seconds 1203 officers continue to enter the school with as many as 19 officers in the hallway near the room where ramos is held up 1206 Anne marie espinoza spokesperson for uvalde consolidated independent school district posts on the district's facebook page all campuses are under a lockdown um 1210, the female, age unknown, who called 911 at 1203, calls 911 again and says there are multiple dead. She calls again at 1213 and then again at 1216 when she says there are eight to nine students alive. Uh, 1210, the group, first group of deputy U.S. Marshals from Del Rio arrive from nearly 70 miles away to assist the various other law enforcement officers already on scene. Here's my fucking question. How is it that we have 19 cops inside the building and this fucking classroom hasn't been breached yet? Yeah, like that that was what threw me off because <clears throat> everything that I've read on this so far or heard or you know seen everything that I've seen on it um was that all of the police officers were outside. Up right. Until so this point. is the first this is the first that I've seen an actual hardcore chronological timeline <clears throat> detailing every little aspect. So everything that I yeah. had read was there was a 42 minute window delay from Two minute window delay on entry. Yeah, like from from the time that he entered the building to the time that police entered the building, there right. was at least a forty plus minute delay where Which, law, law enforcement was outside dealing with parents and fucking tasing parents and arresting parents well, from right now. That's going in. Yeah, we'll get into that one in a minute. But um, according to this timeline, there's there's a two minute two minute window yeah. from where he. Makes entry to the classrooms mm -hmm. and fires more than a hundred rounds, mm -hmm. or or shooting into the the two adjoining classrooms, firing <coughs> more than a hundred rounds. Two minutes later, three city PD officers enter the school, receiving graze graze wounds. Uh, oh, three, and then followed by four. Uh, they exchange gunfire, and then more law enforcement officers arrive, enter. Now we've got 19 in the hallway. Now, I did go ahead and listen to the Drinking Bros episode. I was mm -hmm. listening, uh, and there is something that Dan Holloway brought up that I thought was an interesting point. There are methods of breach, right? Yeah. So with <clears throat> these mess with 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 the different methods of breach that we can use, we have to keep in mind that you never want to be the cause of death to an innocent child. Uh, it, an realistically, innocent person, an innocent victim, or, yeah. person in any, in any rate, but especially an innocent child, right? So you do have to be pretty fucking careful. Now, I feel like, you know, because one of Dan's, Dan's comments, he said, he said that, you know, you can use, uh, flashbangs, um, different types of door breach charges, things like this. I want to know why the fuck we are not outfitting because it, and it's, it's, 
look, look, it's extremely unfortunate that these things keep fucking happening, right? They do happen. Um, and more often than we would like. I feel like after all these these shootings, right? The Columbines, the Parklands, the fucking gay nightclub in Florida, like uh, uh, o- Oasis, right? I think was the name of it. The Oasis yeah, yeah. nightclub <clears throat> shooting. Mm-hmm. We've got the Harvest Festival shooting in fucking Las Vegas. We've got there was Aurora, a, there was Colorado, the Aurora, theater. Colorado. Yep, the the Batman shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a shooting when I was living in California on the Central Coast. There was a shooting at a garlic festival up north. There was uh, just a shootout in East LA, uh, like the day after the fucking this shit happened. There was like a big old yeah, shootout. East LA is like <clears throat> Fallujah, though. I mean, that's, that's true. Uh, fuck Los Angeles. It is. It that is like a fucking combat cool. zone. Yeah. <laughs> and and guess what, guys? Uh, all you fucking Democrats out there, that's your doom. That's you, dumb fucks, revoting in fucking Gavin Newsom on the recall. That's you, fucking assholes, voting in fucking you know da gascon that fucking douche fuck yeah that's all you're doing so you guys enjoy that shit you guys enjoy the fucking mess that you made all your gun control laws and shit fuck off mm-hmm. we don't have those problems either. anyway sorry i digress um well earlier you were saying why. that you wanted you were to, um you were initially saying about how dan was talking about the different breach charges that we have right so and that's that's what i'm getting at like I don't understand how we've had all these situations, right? I know law enforcement is doing more active shooter training. Yeah. On a regular basis. Shit, I had to do active shooter training when I was right. uh when I worked armed security at fucking AMC. Yeah. So Cuz it was right after the Col- through, the Colorado thing, but Yeah, I've been through uh civilian law enforcement active shooter building <clears throat> clearing training. Um I've also been through it multiple times on the on the military side as well. Um yeah. And then I train on my own. Um, I, I do clear my house from time to time just to keep fresh and up on it. Um, yeah. But I don't understand why civilian law enforcement agencies are not outfitting their patrol officers units with an active shooter go bag. In yeah. this go bag, <clears throat> why, are, why, why do we not have, you know, 10 fucking 30 round P mags? ready to go why do we not have flashbangs why do we not have some sort of reaching charge why do, because listen i understand we have swat okay and they are specially trained officers that are specifically trained and designed to do this shit yeah but motherfucker you can't always wait for bortac or swat <clears throat> to get on scene yeah sometimes you just gotta fucking take charge and fucking we've Get We've got 19 in. fucking officers already in this building before SWAT or Bortac or any other fucking spec ops unit <coughs> gets on scene to this fucking shooting. If one of these motherfuckers had a go bag in the back of his unit and could make ex- and, and, and could expel out to go get some fucking flashbangs or some sort of a breach charge to breach into the adjoining classroom to then make entry with a with a flashbang or something else on the other side. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's different ways that this like. We are not outfitting our law enforcement officers with the with the tools that they need to effectively and properly enter these situations and address these situations before SWAT or BORTAC or any other spec ops unit gets on, on scene. Mm-hmm. In my personal opinion, again, this is just my personal opinion. If they would have had those opportunities or those options, this could have gone a completely different way. Are kids okay. still going to be dead? Absolutely. Kids are Unfortunately, still yes. Unfortunately. 
because the shooting started before they even got on scene. Yeah. Right. Before they made entry to the school. But instead of a 19 count fucking, you know, victim count, it could have been a 10. It could have been an eight. It could have been a five. It could have been three. We don't know how many kids that motherfucker shot before law enforcement entered the building. Yeah. Right. And we're going to get a little bit further into that because right now, as so right now we are at 12, 10 p.m. Uh, first group of deputy U.S. Marshals from Del Rio arrived nearly 70 miles from nearly 70 miles away. Um, OK, there we go. Uh, 12, 9, 12, 15 p.m. U.S. Border Patrol tactical team members arrived with shields. So now we got Bortac on scene. <laughs> 1215. 1219, another girl in room 111 calls 911 and ends the call when a fellow student tells her to hang up. So we still have kids alive in, in room 111. Yeah. Uh, 1221, Ramos fires his gun again, and officers believe that he's at one of the doors of one of the adjoining classrooms. <clears throat> Why are we not making entry to the other adjoining classroom? And uh, from what <clears throat> from what Dan was saying in that Drinking Bros episode, um, he was saying the reports were because they knew they knew the Bortac guy that took the shot, um, mm-hmm. and um, mm-hmm. so, and he's not it, the motherfucker from the from the fucking. <laughs> he's not the dude that was in the barber shop that grabbed the fucking twelve gauge. Okay, <laughs> no, stop. I keep seeing uh, that shit on social media. This guy's a hero. He he grabbed his twelve gauge from the from the barber shop and he went and took out the shooter. No motherfucker, no. he wasn't the one that shot the guy. No. He was a Bortac agent. He was another Bortac agent who was <laughs> off duty who took a fucking graze round at the top of the dome. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you okay? if you guys haven't if you guys haven't seen his fucking hat, <laughs> fuck. Woo, buddy. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that was close. His, his, yeah. <laughs> that was close Some, someone was definitely looking out for him that day. <clears throat> but um no, yeah, Dan was saying that, you know, the they they weren't breaching and they weren't entering the fucking room because there was a fire exit or the, one of the doors was blocked. And so Dan's argument was, it doesn't fucking matter. You have shape charges. You have fucking. Yep. You have means of entry. You, you If there's a blocked door, you make a door. You turn that well, wall exa- into a exactly. door. Exactly. Yes. And the, yes. the only, and- I guess the other problem was, is they didn't know which wall the, the children were on, were on. So that provided a problem of. Where are we in a breach if we're going to breach? Because you don't want to fucking set up a breach charge and it's got a fucking child's back to it. Look, dog, here's the the deal. Breach is a breach. I feel like common sense would tell you no fucking teacher during a shooting is going to put the children up against the door or on the adjoining wall to the door. Yeah. They're going to be Opposite side of the classroom, in a corner, in a closet, under desks, whatever. Bro, if you put a fucking breach charge on a door and blow that door off its fucking hinges, more than likely there's not going to be anybody behind it because the teacher's not going to be that fucking stupid to put kids up against a door when a gunman is shooting into fucking classrooms through the doors. Yeah. And if they do, they deserve to get fucking shot. That teacher deserves to get fucking shot because you're reported and you're putting kids in fucking in danger. Fuck you. So I I feel like, yes, okay, that's kind of a scapegoat on the law enforcement's end saying, oh, we didn't mm-hmm. know it while they were on. Bitch, you can fucking, you can pretty much guarantee they're not going to be on the adjoining wall or up against the fucking door. Yeah. Breach the goddamn door. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it, it, and Dan also said, which which I'm in the same fucking boat. I'm in the same mentality. I will tear that fucking school to the ground with my bare hands mm-hmm. to get those children out. If it's me and I'm showing up as a civilian on scene, mm-hmm. oh, I can't get in. Bitch, I'm, get, I'm making entry. Yeah. I will find a way into that fucking school. I don't give a shit <clears throat> what it fucking takes. If I got to put the front of my fucking truck through a goddamn wall to make entry into that school, that's what I'm fucking doing. Yeah. Get fucked. So, 12-15, Bortak arrived with shields. 12-19, mm-hmm. another girl in the room, in room 111, calls 911 and ends the call with when a fellow student tells her to hang up. 12-21, Ramos fires his gun again and officers believe he's at one of the doors of one of the adjoining classrooms. Police move down the hallway. 1221, three shots can be heard during a 911 call. Around this time, police are stuck in the hallway because both classroom doors are locked and they must seek keys from a school employee again. Why in the actual fuck do your average everyday law enforcement officers not have a fucking go bag in the back of their unit with breach charges and flashbangs? They should not have to sit outside waiting for a fucking key to the door during an active shooter situation. While more children are getting murdered. I, I don't fucking get it. 12.36, a child calls 911 for 21 seconds. Around this time, a girl calls 911 and is told to stay on the line and stay very quiet. The girl says, he shot the door. <coughs> 12.43, the girl urges the 911 dispatcher to please send the police now. 12.46, the girl says she can hear the police next door. 12.47, she again asks 911 to please send the police now. 12.50 p.m., officers open the doors with keys from a school employee and enter the classroom and kill Ramos. That's going to be heard over the 911 call. So now Ramos is smoked at 12.50. Oh, Why? God. Why? <clears throat> we have roughly, uh, let's see. Bro, these motherfuckers are waiting on keys for 30 Fucking minutes. Hmm. 12.21 p.m. Three shots can be heard during a 911 call. Around this time, police are stuck in the hallway because both classroom doors are locked and they must see keys from an employee. 12.50 p.m. Officers open the doors with keys from a school employee. Why did it take 30 fucking minutes to get keys to those officers? The whole time. Kids are getting lit up. 30 fucking minutes waiting on keys. I'm not waiting on keys for 30 fucking minutes as a cop. I'm sorry. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. This is a failure on law enforcement. Outfit your units with fucking active shooter go bags. Outfit your units with a fucking some sort of a breaching agent, whether it be a battering ram, whether it be a fucking breach charge, whatever the case is, every single unit that is out on that fucking street right now out on patrol should have some sort of a fucking tactical go bag for situations just like this. There is no fucking excuse for a 30 minute window where they are waiting on keys because the minute they opened the fucking door, they entered and killed the motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Imagine how many kids would still be alive if they fucking breached the door with a breach charge and tossed in a flashbang. That's all it would have taken. 
trigger the charge, boom, door goes off, flashbang goes in immediately. Uh, they make entry, dump him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I just, I don't fucking get it. So there's our timeline. It lasts roughly two hours from the time grandma shot in the face to the time that law enforcement ends it roughly an hour and 50 minutes with a 30 minute fucking window where law enforcement waited for keys to a fucking door it's a bag of dicks dude yeah it's a bag of fucking dicks i'm pissed i'm fucking pissed number one number two this is where we're gonna we're, we're gonna cross over from this and we're gonna go into the bullshit that i've seen in the aftermath okay Immediately wasting no fucking time. Every liberal fucktard you can think of is screaming for more gun control, AR-15 bans, all this bullshit. Well, guess what, folks? Here we go. Let's talk AR-15 bans real quick. Just for a hot fucking second. Let's talk some fucking numbers on AR-15 bans. And how much fucking sense that makes. Okay? Mm Mm-hmm. We're going to look at, I have right here, is this show about fucking numbers and statistics and facts, not fucking feelings, because fuck your feelings. Okay? Number of murder victims in the United States in 2020 by weapon use. Ready for this? Handguns, 8,029 murder victims in 2020. Knives or cutting instruments, 1,739 murder victims. Personal weapons, i.e. hands, fists, feet, whatever, so stomping a motherfucker's face into the concrete, 662 deaths. Here we go. Here we fucking go. Rifles, 455 deaths. More people have been killed and were killed in 2020 by getting the fucking shit kicked out of them than there were by rifles. See... Three times the amount of motherfuckers were killed by knives in the U.S. in 2020 than by rifles. Pretty sure the numbers haven't fucking changed too much in two fucking years, people. It's not the fucking rifle. Well, see, and the thing is, because a rifle is not just an AR. A rifle. Well, exactly. So I'm pretty sure. Long. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure that that fucking number on. On rifle murders, 455 rifle murders. I want to know how many out of those 455 were AR-15s. Probably a fraction of that. Because, I mean, there's probably they're probably categorizing a rifle as a shotgun, a bolt action, a fucking semi-automatic, a sporting rifle, a fucking, you know, oh, yeah. a lever any action. Like gun. any kind of a long gun is considered a rifle. Mm-hmm. So out of those 400 some odd fucking <laughs> rifle killings. Yeah, and 455. Not only that. How many of those were suicides? Well, that, so that's, yeah, that's another, I'm really glad you brought that fucking point up because I think, I think the statistic nowadays is that I think it's like 60 or 65% of all gun related deaths are suicides. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the numbers are always going to be skewed because you're seeing, oh, 400,000 or 400 fucking rifle shootings. Yeah, well, yeah, but that was specifically murders. Yeah, Th- those statistics that I just read were, were statistics specifically. Sorry, Jesus Christ, I can't talk. Those whiskey. were specific. Yeah, whiskey. <clears throat> uh, 
those were specifically relating to murders, not suicide. So when where the suicide comes into play is when these liberal fucktards want to sit here and say, oh, well, there were 7,963 gun deaths. Yeah, fucking gun-related deaths in the U.S. Uh, Yeah, well... Cunt face, fucking sixty percent of those were fucking suicide. So eat my ass. Yeah. Sorry, but the numbers don't mean fucking dick when you don't actually give you all the information on those numbers. Yeah. Like you can't just say that and then not break it down even further and go, okay, well, so out of eight thousand gun deaths in the U.S., sixty percent of those were fucking suicides. So now, realistically, the only thing you really have is you know forty percent of that eight thousand mm-hmm. is so you're looking at like actual murders. Three thousand were probably actually real murders. Yeah, and then I want to know how many of those, how many of those forty percent were accidental. Yeah, shootings. Like you know what I mean? Like we need to start really taking a look at what the actual fucking numbers are, what the real statistics are, not just a blanket statistic. There's no, there's no validity to that fucking argument unless you're really gonna break it down mm-hmm. to, to the specifics, right? And really, really get everything lined out. So, so, but immediately after the shooting, right, the liberal left comes out. Joe Biden and his fucking stammering Johnson and Johnson kid sniffing fucking ass comes out and starts, mm-hmm. you know, on the same bullshit. You've got fucking. Citizens that know fucking absolutely fuck all about nothing <laughs> coming out, and they're like, "We're gonna take your guns." And Beta fucking o- O'Rourke runs into, you know, the fucking conference, running his goddamn mouth. We need to do something, and you got a basketball coach that everybody is fucking all. Steve Kerr is like, oh, "I'm sick and tired of getting up here and offering my condolences, bitch. Nobody gives a fuck about your fucking condolences. Go coach yeah, your goddamn no basketball fun. team. You shut your fucking hole." <laughs> Like, I don't even. <laughs> I don't get. I don't. If 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 it was my kid that got fucking shot, I would be like, "Oh, it was so nice of Steve Kerr to offer his condolences." Bitch, fuck you, dude. I don't give a shit about what you have to say. Your condolences mean fucking dick to me. But again, we have all these fucking assholes that are like, "We need to do something." Okay, so what are we gonna do? Mm-hmm. Talk about possible solutions. Because guess what, guys? That eighteen-year-old. That thing that shot up this fucking school and committed this heinous act, he bought his weapons legally. He passed a legal background <clears throat> check. He went through the background <clears throat> check. So yeah. more background checks ain't gonna fucking do dick. Universal mm-hmm. background checks ain't gonna do a fucking thing. Okay. See so now my, my question out. is my question is what the fuck is a universal background check versus a background check that a, so, the background checks that we already have in place. Yeah, so basically that would be HR8, which is what Ross and Dan were talking about, which they're trying to get passed, which is the universal background check bill, which essentially would make it illegal to sell any weapon, private party, or, you okay? Yeah, I just fucking, oh, my, my toe, remember I, I was telling you about my fucking toe? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just went to go, I went to go crack my toe, and then I, <laughs> I forgot about my pinky toe, that <laughs> son of a Bitch, that fucking hurt. That's it was like I just—it was like I just split my fucking toe open, like the webbing of my toe. Oh, help! Mm. SOS! Help! 
<laughs> yep. Medic. 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 Drink uh, water. Drink water. Yeah, drink water. Take some ibuprofen. I'd change your socks. Right. God damn it. Yeah, I should. I should. Mistake. <laughs> I was gonna say that was my problem. I should have changed my socks. Fuck. I forgot the number one fucking rule. Right. Um, anyway, sorry. So anyways, uh, HR8 so, was what they were trying to yeah push. So H HR8 is the universal background bill, which basically would make it illegal to sell any firearm, private party, or FFL without somebody going through a background check. So like in California, <laughs> if I want to sell my weapon to you. We both have to go down to an FFL, right? Yeah. A FFL, Federal Firearm License yeah. Establishment, right? We both gun have, store, would have to go Gun store, a.k.a. gun store. Yeah, a gun store. We'd have to go down to a gun store. We would have to uh, – I would have to fill out a background check paperwork packet, okay? And they would have to run a background check on me. Mm-hmm. And then 10 days later, I could come in pending I pass that background check. And they would do the the transfer of ownership from you to me after the background check, after the 10-day waiting period, cooling off period, whatever you want to call it. And then I could take my weapon. So yeah. essentially what they want to make it happen, uh, universal background checks mean no sales or transferring of firearms without a, without a background check. So every state and union would have to go through what Californians have to go through, which is a flat out outright complete violation of our fucking of, of the Second Amendment. Um, I mean, we're already said, fucking no, we're no. already fucking doing it here in California, anyways. In New York, I'm sure they have the same laws, and fucking mm -hmm. Wyoming has the same shit. Or uh, yeah, Wyoming. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of states already have majority of states already have the background check law or whatever you want for purchasing any firearm there's in california i don't know which other states but california obviously has a 10-day cool off period waiting period whatever between yeah which is bullshit and um fucking i don't i don't see a fucking i don't see excuse me um i don't see a problem with that i don't see a difference I don't, me personally, I, I would like to just fucking walk into a gun store, see the gun that I want. The same as a fucking ammo background check that we have here in California. You yeah, go in, you bullshit. fucking do, you do the fucking background check. You do, it takes 15 fucking minutes and you're out the door with your ammo. Why the fuck can't I do that with the gun? It doesn't exactly. fucking matter. It's the same shit. No. Well, <clears> like constitutional. Yeah. They do of not, the, the federal government does not have the right to, not only tell you what you can and can't own, number one, but number two, put a time frame on how long it takes for you to be able to fucking get that. They don't. It's unconstitutional. The other point that Dan was making was the fact that uh, the other problem with this HRA is the fact that it, it also, I believe it also includes universal gun registry. Oh, well, okay. it's federally illegal for the government. It is illegal for the government, any of that shit records yeah on gun on what, yep. it's illegal and they do it they've been yep. doing it they have the records they're legally not allowed to fucking do it and they and they're doing it it's a bag of fucking dicks yep no you don't get to fucking know what i have and don't have fuck you well, you know why they do that because when they when they eventually try to come and confiscate weapons like australia did like hitler did back in the fucking Back in the 40s and 30s and 40s before fucking World War II. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Right? You, you know why? You know why during COVID 
You, you know why fucking we weren't put in fucking concentration camps like the Australians were? Because we have the Second Amendment, motherfuckers. Yeah, we have guns that say, uh, fuck yeah. around and find out. <laughs> yeah, fuck the, you. Like, That's why they, Australians were put in fucking camps. Because yeah. they're not allowed to fucking own guns. Yeah, like, uh, and even Australia, they have a record high fucking uh, stabbing rate. Because they can own knives, and so they fucking stab people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. This whole fucking, <clears throat> if we had no guns, we wouldn't have any of this happen. Dude, th- there are mass stabbings in Japan, China, Australia, many other fucking countries of the world that don't have guns. I want to read you something. Norway! Motherfucker! I just watched the video last night. I just watched the fucking security cam video last night from Norway of a dude who walked into a convenience store or a grocery store with a long bow and a quiver full of arrows and was walking around plugging motherfuckers with arrows. Yeah. I mean, I Criminals could do the same thing. I have always a fucking... find a way. Yeah. Look, let me, I, I want to read you something and I'm, I'm sure you've seen it. I posted it on my Facebook a while back <coughs> or uh, on Wednesday. <coughs> Evil does not exist within a gun. It exists in the minds and hearts of those who pull the trigger for evil purposes. Uh-huh. That's very like, true. I mean, that just goes to speak to our argument of this is not a fucking gun issue. This is a mental health issue. Yeah. It's a mental health issue, number one. And number two, it's an issue of we need to start protecting kids. We need to start allowing citizens to protect themselves and their communities. Do you know why yeah. the murder rates, the gun crime rates are so low in the 25 constitutional carry states that we have in our country? Because chances are, if I'm walking into a store to rob it armed or to do some bullshit like that, if I know that the minute I walk in that door and pull that gun out, 15 to 20 fucking people are going to draw down on me and and just fill me full of fucking holes, I'm not going to do it. I'm sorry, guys, whether you like it or not, an armed society is a fucking polite society. Yeah, very true. What happened, like, bro... It's human nature to not do something for fear of repercussions, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't go out and do 100 miles an hour down fucking Highway 2 right here. Mm -hmm. Because I'm scared that I'm going to get rolled and get a fucking (laughs) ticket or arrested for reckless driving. And possibly lose my license or have to pay a fucking fine that I can't afford to pay right now. I'm afraid. That's what happens. You don't listen. You don't listen. Exactly. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking right. Like, I don't ride my motorcycle without a helmet because I'm afraid that I'm going to go down and have a fucking head injury and die or be a vegetable for the rest of my life. I like vegetables. <laughs> like, I don't cut with a knife towards my body. I cut with it away from my body when I'm whittling sticks and shit because I'm afraid of fucking cutting myself. <clears throat> Kids, when when children are little, children don't do certain things because they're afraid of getting spanked or they're afraid of getting in trouble. Aha, Michelob. Now it's uh, <laughs> so why in the fuck isn't like I don't understand how all of a sudden that thought process goes away when it comes to fucking gun rights. When well, it comes and the, to an armed society. The other thing too, it the other thing too to is me. that there are studies that have been done that um states and states and countries that have the death penalty. Um it did not reflect on whether the criminals um, do or don't do the criminal activities that would allow them to get the death penalty. 
So it, are you playing Devil's Avocado? A little bit, but because Son of a bitch. <laughs> Devil's Avocado every um, fucking time. Because I mean, I've done the I've done the research on it too back in you know when I was in college. Because uh, every every fucking report, whether it was in political science or English or critical thinking, um, I always did anything, every and anything to do with fucking guns, shooting, and fucking uh, politics on guns. <laughs> so right. <clears throat> all of my fucking papers were essentially the same paper, just more uh, more analytics done. So. The one thing that I did shoot, uh, choose to research was um, debating the gun control um, narrative and how and why it doesn't work. Where the 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 more gun control you have, the more gun laws and fucking all that bullshit only provides a softer target for criminals criminals are going to do criminal yes. criminals be criminals 100 of the time doesn't yeah. matter about the fucking laws if you fucking ban all guns they're going to find a gun somewhere some way somehow they're going to get a gun yes and then they're the yes. ones with the guns you have no defense so right by maximizing all these gun control rights and gun fucking bullshit um you're just providing a softer target for those criminals. That's why. Right. That's well, why in, you know, gun-free zones, that's where all these shootings happen. You have you have the fucking, obviously, the, the Texas Uvalde. Um, schools are a gun-free zone. They've been a gun-free zone. Um, churches. Schools and, are like, a hard <clears throat> forced off target. target. Yeah. Churches, not so much, right? Because... Yeah, the churches know, are, but... are, are an individual establishment. Mm-hmm. I can do when I was going to church every Sunday when we first moved out here. I had I've gone a few months, but when I was going to church, I was carrying fucking right. Yeah. I was packing. Yeah. Right. Well, look at the shooting in Texas. Right. So there was a shooting in Texas. I think it was like a year or so ago where a dude walked into a fucking church went yeah. to open fire. He fired one round and like nine church girls immediately stood up, turned around, drew down and fucking plugged that motherfucker. Yeah. Put them down like immediately, instantaneously. I think like yeah. one person was killed. Yeah. Like, but, but when you look at, and, and it's like you just said, right? Soft targets, right? So mm-hmm. look at where these shootings take place. Every single one of these shootings is taking place in an area where you are not allowed to take a gun. Mm-hmm. Every fucking one of them, the nightclub, the harvest festival, mm-hmm. right? Uh, now, granted, the Harvest Festival was a little bit fucking different because that guy was shooting from an elevated position, concealed. Yeah. So even if every member <laughs> in that Harvest Festival had a gun or Harvest, yeah, whatever the fuck. It, the 91, uh, Route no, 91 the, the, Fest. Yeah, Harvest 91 or Route 91 Fest, whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Harvest Vegas. Festival is a fucking Christian concert thing. Uh, yeah, the, the Route 91, uh, which I, I personally know somebody was shot who got hit in that. Oh, shit. Yeah, he took around to the fucking to the shoulder chest area, and it was like, bro, it was like half an inch to an inch away from his heart. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, good dude, <clears throat> uh, really solid dude, Caesar. Big shout out. Um, nice. <laughs> if any of you listeners live down in uh, Santa Clarita Valley, um, go hit up six six one Auto Body Body Shop. Uh, Caesar does amazing work. <laughs> Guy's fucking awesome, and he's a good dude. <clears throat> Anyways, a uh, little fucking shameless plug for Caesar, but. Uh, yeah, he got he got hit in the in the Route 91 uh, shooting, but that was a little bit different because even if every single person there was allowed to carry and had a gun on them, it would have been really hard for them to return fire and 
kind of end that that situation. But again, it was another mass gathering, gun-free zone. Schools, soft fucking targets. Sporting events, soft fucking targets. Businesses, like the shooting in San Bernardino. Yeah, at soft the Edison. fucking target. Gun-free zones. Look at look at Los Angeles. Look at the state of Los Angeles right now. That place is a fucking war zone. Yeah. You have got armed robberies on a daily fucking basis. You have got bums running around the streets with fucking machetes chasing people around. And ain't a I just, fucking thing being one done. Of my, uh, one of my coworkers, um, well, not my direct coworker, but he works for the company. He's a mechanic in another department um, that I used to work for in the wastewater department. Um, he just got attacked by a fucking bum with a machete. And... Dude almost took his fucking thumb off. Like he was, he got slashed in the fucking the forearm, like at a gas station. Cause yeah, nope. dude, cause this yeah, bum, apparently this bum was like, like rummaging through his shit, trying to steal his fucking something in his truck. He came out and was like, get the fuck out of here. So dude runs off. Well, later on, he's getting ready to drive to work and he goes to, uh, cause he rides a bike. He goes to the gas station. He's filling up. This bum was at the gas station, saw him, recognized him when he took his helmet off, and then fucking came up, started shit, and fucking pulls a machete out and fucking starts going to town on this this dude my, my coworker, and yeah. he's fighting him off. And like he fucking he gets hit like in the the arm the the arm the forearm the fucking hand. Mm -hmm. He's like almost took a took his fucking fingers off. Yeah. Fucking ridiculous. These goddamn bums are fucking crazy nowadays. Jesus Christ. You know what? You know what? You know what happens if that if somebody tries that shit on me? They get plugged in the fucking They're forehead. They're gonna get plugged. I'm fucking creating distance and I'm dumping a six six to seven round mag in the fucking chest. Yeah. While I continue continuously <clears throat> creating distance. Yeah. Like guys, it, it's it it's not that fucking hard, people. It really isn't. Go to a gun store, regardless of where you live. If you're a first time gun owner, ask the people at that gun store are going to be more than willing to assist you in choosing the right caliber for your efficiency, proficiency, for you know, whatever, whatever it is that you're going to be using. Most of you are going to be carrying concealed. So you're going to end up with a subcompact or a compact nine mil, 40, 45, depending on your experience, right? Most likely a nine. Yeah. Okay. Go to your local fucking <clears throat> shooting range. Say, hey, I want to learn how to shoot. Yeah. Take a couple lessons. Get familiar with your weapon. When you're at home, dry fire. Work on work on fucking unholstering your weapon from a concealed carry uh, position, from a from an appendix carry or whatever the case is. However it is that you're going to be carrying, go home. Spend a little time. Put in the reps. Do some dry fire. There's yeah. cool little fucking lasers that you can get to where you you dry fire and that laser clicks on a wall and you put up a little fucking target and you can work on target acquisition. All these things that you can do on your own to become weapons proficient. And then when something like this happens and you go out, motherfuckers, I'd rather be tw tried by 12 than carried by six any day. This is definitely true. I've always lived by that. <clears throat> I don't um, give a fuck where I'm at. If I'm in L.A. and I know that they're going to try and fucking throw the book at me and bury me, at least I get to watch my kids grow up from behind bars instead of my kids visiting me at a fucking grave. Yeah. And that piece of shit that I plug and I put in a fucking box isn't going to be out there to hurt anybody else. Yeah. It's a win fucking win. So instead of 
to get back to possible solutions. Instead of talking about taking the guns and grabbing the guns and banning the AR-15s and banning high cabinet magazines and all this other fucking horse shit, how about we talk about some real solutions? How about we talk about one entry, one exit point for schools? How about we talk about, um, you know, l- let's talk about pulling the funding from somewhere to go ahead and start arming and training these teachers to be proficient with weapons and allowing them to carry concealed at school. Not exposed carry, not open carry, where a child can get their fucking hands on the weapon or grab at it. Not it just sitting in a fucking desk, drawer, or some bullshit in the classroom where if something like this goes down, a teacher's got to run and get their keys and try and open the lock in a very panicked, you know, high-stress environment. No. Appendix carry, carry at 5 o'clock, whatever. Concealed carry firearms for these teachers. They have them on them, in their fucking waistbands. Kids can't get at them because they're on their fucking person. And that way, if something like this happens and somebody does get in the school, at the sound of the first shots being fired, those teachers usher those kids away from the fucking door into a back corner behind them, draw their weapon, and have their weapon pointed at that door. And any motherfucker that comes through that goddamn door is getting fucking plugged. And that's a second line of defense. That's not even the first line of defense. First line of defense is we need to start finding train tactically proficient fucking personnel and hiring two to three of them to stand guard, locked and loaded, ARs, combat loadout, plate carriers, ready to fucking roll outside these schools. One entry, one exit, three armed guards. Yeah. And they do roving patrols. Do you know how many, and I'm, listen, John Burke made a very good point because everybody's like, vets, the vets, the vets, hire the vets, hire the vets. Listen, his point was, fuck you and the vets. Just being a veteran should not be make you a shoe in for this fucking position. And he's absolutely right, because I know a lot of fucking veterans right now that are not weapons proficient enough or tactically trained enough in active shooter situations and building clearing and shit like this to pick up a weapon, throw on a plate here and go do this fucking job. Yeah. 100 fucking percent. But the veteran community, or at least the combat veteran community, is a really good fucking place to start. Because a lot of us don't the- have good jobs, don't have jobs to begin with, let alone good jobs, you know, like right. where right. But, our skill set can be put to use. Right. And the hiring process needs to be rigorous. Rigorous background checks, right? Rigorous uh, weapons testing proficiency tests. We need to go through range <clears throat> days. You need to be able to show that your weapon's proficient with an AR, with a sidearm, all that type of shit. You need to go through shoot, don't shoot training scenarios and prove your proficiency with that. And then you need to go through some some active shooter, building clearing, room clearing, school clearing, fucking training, and show your proficiency with that. Just like every fucking law enforcement officer out there that is on the street has to go through the same thing in the academy. And still we end up with a bag of dicks like these fucktards that sat around for 30 goddamn minutes in a hallway waiting at fucking keys. Yeah. Okay. But the the people <laughs> that we hire to guard these fucking schools, need veteran or civilian, it doesn't fucking matter. Ex-law enforcement, not ex-law enforcement. It doesn't fucking matter. They need to be able to prove and show that they're weapons proficient, right? Mm-hmm. And they are trained tactically to handle these types of situations. Once we do that, 
look, motherfuckers, seventy, eighty thousand dollar a year fucking salary. Not a problem. That's more. I think that'd be Find more than enough for anyone getting into that. Bro, I think uh, I can't <clears throat> remember who it was that did the, the math on that, but if I'm not mistaken, the fifty-seven billion dollars that we have already fucking shit out of our asses and sent to fucking Ukraine for no goddamn reason would literally cover three armed guards at an $80,000 a year salary for every single school in the fucking United States. Yeah. I mean, how about we stop worrying about fucking Ukraine and all these other fucking piece of shit countries that we have nothing to fucking do with and start worrying about our own fucking people here at home. Yeah. If we can spend $57 billion to send it to Ukraine for no goddamn fucking reason, we can spend $57 billion here at home, print that fucking money up, put our fucking country further in debt, and save our fucking kids' lives here at home. Yeah. Imagine. Imagine. Three tactically trained armed individuals at every single school in America. Imagine how quick these school shootings would fucking go down. And then... If you don't, because I, I, dude, I had a debate with a really good buddy of mine, my buddy Mark, um, yeah, yeah. which Mark, big shout out if you listen to the show, man, I love our discussions. We have a little bit different views on things, right? Which I think is important. I think it's important to have these types of discussions with people that have opposing views of, as you, because things always come up, man. You learn different things from each other and, and keeping these lines of communication open is extremely crucial. And every time Mark and I get into some sort of of the debate online or Facebook or whatever the case is on a topic, we always bring the facts, right? He'll always cite sources. He'll always post fucking articles he's read and all throw shit out there. And we both learn a lot from each other. And and it's a very constructive uh, conversation that we have. Yeah. Um, one of the things that Mark brought up in, in our conversation in, in regards to the situation was where do you where do you expect to pull the fucking funding from that? Well, for one, they tax the fuck out of us across this country. And none of it goes into infrastructure, none of it goes into the education system, none of it's going into the healthcare system. It's a bag of dicks, it's going into politicians' fucking pockets. Okay, so we can pull from there. But until we're able to pull the tax dollars to buy weapons for these teachers and fund the training to train them properly and get them their concealed carry permits and allow them to conceal carry, leave it up to the teachers. I mean, look, and, and say, hey, yeah, like you if said, if you choose to do this, I will give you a five thousand dollar a year increase in your fucking yearly salary. Yeah, I mean, salary. I'll pay you an extra you five grand a year it. if you go out on your dime and fucking get trained and buy your weapon and get proficient and show us the proof of proficiency and training and certification so that you can carry conceal within these fucking classrooms. If you want to do it on your dime, we'll pay you a little extra money to do it, and you go out and pay for it. You get it done, and we'll allow you to do it fucking start there yeah definitely because if you if you think about it every armed security position makes you provide your own weapon makes you provide your own ammo Mm -hmm. there's there's a very very small select few of fucking armed security positions that actually provide you with the weapon provide you with ammo provide you with fucking you know, a vest and this and that, like anything that you want to take and carry. If you're an armed security officer, you are going to have to provide yourself. That's like when I was armed security for AMC, I had to provide my own weapon. If I wanted to provide my own body armor, I had to provide my own body armor, tasers, OC spray, baton. If if anything that I had to, or that I wanted to provide one, I had to be certified on it to be able to provide it, but I had to provide it myself. The only thing that my security company provided me was fucking uniforms, which yep. whatever. But 
if if you want to allow the teachers to be able to conceal carry and do it like they can they can get certified for fairly cheap depending on what city what city mm-hmm. and state you're in but <clears throat> what county and state you're in but you can get certified for cheap you can go pro- become proficient in your weapon for per- pretty cheap you can get your ammo you can get your weapons you can get all that training and everything done for fairly cheap and if you're paying the teacher yeah. an incentive to get all these certifications, get the the ammo, the guns, that the you know, I I think five grand a year is more than enough for like, oh absolutely a, on a pay bump. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, Send because it, think about you know? it. So, <clears throat> just a basic firearm to protect kids, right? Now it doesn't have to be something fancy like fucking what I want. Like like you don't got to go out and you don't got to go get a fucking FN five hundred nine C with a fucking red dot and a, and a fucking, you know, threaded barrel so I could throw a, a fucking suppressor on it if I want and a fucking TLR tack light from Streamlight. Like, you don't have to go all this fucking, you know, crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, my EDC is a fucking MMP Shield 40. Yeah. Based, Which I, a, lot like of, a lot of people, one, that is. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Like Gen 1, no night sights, <clears throat> no red dot, none of that shit. Now, obviously, do, do I want a, a fucking high cap 9 mil like a like an M18 or like an FN 509C, uh, something like that, where I can carry 21 rounds of fucking hollows and I can run a red dot on it because target acquisition, once you get used to it, is much quicker and better with attack light and all this shit. Yeah. But at the same time, that's me personally. I spent. 12 years in the army national guard as a military police officer i've been through a lot of different fucking training i, I worked you know sec four for three and a half years on state active duty orders i fucking you know what i mean like i've been through a whole lot i was armed security patrol in fucking california for three fucking years and i did a lot of really cool shit with that and i got a lot of training with that and i trained consistently and i heard my weapon so do i want something for my personal carry that is specifically tailored to what i want to do or my training and things of that nature absolutely but for a teacher that's in a classroom with a kid dude a fucking i'm telling you a a glock 22 or you know which is a 40 cal or a glock 19 or an mp shield whether it be a 9 or a 40 uh or an easy 380 it doesn't dude it doesn't fucking matter my nine or my 40 cost me 380 bucks yeah so let's say you give it to an extra five grand a year. Okay. Yeah, like my mom's got the three eighty easy, like because those it are fits. Fucking sweet, dude. Yeah, it's super nice. Those it's are like, so nice. That easy slide, yeah. like I, I was like, what? What? It's like butter. Mm-hmm. It's, it's yeah, so like, is there a recoil spring in here or what? The yeah, fuck's like what on? the fuck? And then uh, I shot. Bam, 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 bam. I was like, oh man, there's yeah, like no recoil. Which I at mean, all. you're the the fucking dude. Your slicks, your slicks, pretty fucking nice, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty fucking nice. Um, I need to get a red dot for but, it. <laughs> but so let's like let's just talk mine for example. So we'll, yeah, we'll yeah. round up. We'll say four hundred bucks for for my shield in a forty. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now there's four hundred dollars. Yeah. Range ammo. Yeah. Let's say thirty five bucks, maybe forty bucks for a box of fifty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go out, spend a little bit of money, like. Get your qualifications, get your CCW, all that type of shit. At the end of the day, with enough ammo to really get you proficient with your weapon and some training classes and stuff like that, you're looking at maybe fifteen hundred bucks total. Yeah, including the purchase of your weapon. Yeah, bro, you're still what? 
$3,500 in the green after that $5,000 yearly bonus. Yeah. <clears throat> Bro, like I can guarantee you a lot of teachers out there that would that would be cool with that. And like I said, it's easy, dude. That shit goes down. You put your kids in the back corner of the classroom, farthest away from the fucking door, on their stomachs, covering their fucking heads, and you take a knee in front of that pile of fucking kids and you have your weapon pointed at the door. A round comes through that door or a motherfucker comes through that door. Bro, game over. Dump. You yeah. Dump. Boom, 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 boom. You dump. Yeah. Have a second mag ready to fucking reload. Yeah. You plug that son of a bitch. And nine times out of ten, when rounds start coming at those motherfuckers, guess what they do? They fucking they run. They run. They yeah. turn and fucking run. Because they're all big and bad until rounds start coming in their direction. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, dude, if every single classroom had that set up, had an arm teacher in it that was doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. And they were able to get past the outside. Dude, it's not going to end well for them. They'd be lucky. The only people that they're probably going to be able to get a shot off on, because you also have the faculty in the office that's all armed too. Yeah. At the first sign of fucking danger, every one of those ladies and men in that fucking administration office is drawn down. Yeah. Every adult on that campus should be carrying a concealed firearm. And yeah. three armed guards outside, bro. School shootings, school shootings are going to disappear. Oh yeah, they're going to disappear. It's going to happen. Like these are the solutions we need to start talking about. We need to start talking about how we can find the money to budget for this shit, or put things in place like give the teachers the ability to fucking do it on their own. Right. Start spending the yeah. tax dollars on hiring the armed guards instead of sending it to fucking Ukraine. Yeah. <clears throat> Like, I don't understand why we're back here at this fucking gun-grabbing bullshit again. Yeah. Because, I mean, <clears throat> it doesn't matter, like, the like the whole California bullshit with the um, high-capacity magazines. What's a high-capacity magazine? Anything over 10 rounds? Okay, well, if you have 50 fucking 10-round magazines, you still have 500 rounds. Doesn't matter if you fucking have a, a five second fucking mag mag change. If you're proficient in your weapon, you can fucking change that shit out tactically in fucking in under a fucking second. Yeah. So it doesn't fucking matter if you have a ten round magazine, a thirty round magazine, a fifty round magazine, a hundred round drum. Doesn't fucking matter. Rounds are rounds and a slight oh well it could that could be the difference between saving one life and five lives or you know or them killing fucking 50 more people not at all you know anyone what's gonna save them from <clears throat> killing 50 more people not waiting 30 no. fucking minutes to breach a goddamn door exactly i don't know maybe that's just fucking me not being like that piece of shit fucking cop for the parkland sh- shooting and standing outside instead of making fucking entry you pussy yeah you pussy ass motherfucker. I hope, I can't remember what happened with that guy, but I hope that piece of shit drove straight back to the station, put his weapon and his badge on the desk, and walked the fuck out. Well, wasn't he fucking like two weeks from retirement, anyways? <clears throat> I don't know, but the blood of those kids is on his fucking hands. Yeah, he probably sucks started his nine after that, anyways. <clears throat> Whatever, dude. Piece of shit, in my opinion. Fuck you. This yeah. is why, as soon as money clears up, and I probably shouldn't fucking say this, but I really don't give a shit. As soon as I can, as soon as I have the ability to build my AR, yeah, my plate carrier is behind my seat with plates, bags ready. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I'm ready. Because if at the end of the day, I know that I have the ability and the training mm-hmm. to do something. Yeah. And if I can do something to save lives, I will. Yeah. I already carry up, dude, I already EDC. But I'll take it a step fucking further. Yeah. And I'll have a go bag locked and loaded, ready to rock in the fucking vehicle. Mm-hmm. Trauma kit, everything. Everything I need should that type of a situation arise. Yeah, because I carry. And I, uh, and I think more people with the training and the ability, if you have the ability to do so, you should be prepared to do so at any given moment. Yeah. That's our job as a. Americans and taking care of our community. Yeah. That's where like, I stand. Like I are, I already carry an IFAC in my truck. Um you know, in mm-hmm. our our yeah, original fucking <laughs> issued IFACs. Like mine was, you know, from Whatever dude, Afghan. it's got enough shit in there to fucking save a goddamn life. Yeah. And then I just you know, I, I just went through all my save shit. a life in fucking combat. Yeah. Like, and I, I just went through, um, a couple of my boxes that I had from, um, <clears throat> like that I, you know, put away and stored from fucking battle box. Cause I was, uh, I was getting battle box shipments for a while <clears throat> and one of them had an, an, another fucking first aid kit in it. So I was like, Oh shit, cool. Let's take that with us, you know, take Bless it with you. us to the desert. Thank you. Um, <clears throat> take it with us to the desert. So I had two first aid kits in the event shit happens, you know. Yeah. Um, but like, I I I definitely plan on starting to EDC a lot more um, than I I mean because I don't I don't necessarily EDC every now and again, um, <clears throat> because of the the fear, quote unquote, of you know getting that fucking getting that dickhead cop that fucking pulls you over and or you know. Just having that, like, I don't want my truck broken into and fucking something happen. You know, it's like a, when I'm not know, there. It's a misdemeanor, right? It's a misdemeanor in the state of California. See, and that was if what I was get, looking at. I was yeah. looking through that. It's a it's no, a thousand dollar fine or a year in prison or a year in jail. Um, so yeah, it would be a misdemeanor. Yeah, which is it's it's a fucking it's a misdemeanor, <clears throat> dude. And, and I'm gonna tell yeah. you right now, if if you get rolled. Mm-hmm. Right, this is this has been my stance since day one. Even when I carried, I because I, I fucking I I carried conceal in California before I got my credentials and all that fucking bullshit. I didn't give a fuck. Uh, <coughs> yeah. I was protecting my family regardless. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple of times I got rolled. Yeah. Granted, I was in uniform on my way home from work, but yeah, I got rolled. The first thing that I said when I rolled down I was like, "Hey, listen, I'm just going to be completely upfront with you." I'm not going to hide any bullshit. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't have a CCW and I am carrying it too. This is where my weapon's at. This is where my wallet's at. You tell me what you want me to do. Mm-hmm. And the guy was like, cool. Mm-hmm. Get your wallet. Don't make any quick movements. And we'll leave it at that. So yeah. he checked my wallet and everything. Asked me to step out of the vehicle. I stepped out of the vehicle. He asked me to put my hands on the hood. I put my hands on the hood. He disarmed me. And he's like, I'm just taking this. You'll get it back. I'm just taking it right now for my safety and your safety. Roger, dude, do whatever the fuck you got to do to feel safe. I don't give a shit. Yeah. 
And he took it and he cleared it and he set it on the hood and then he went through the whole spiel and he let me go. He didn't give me a ticket because I think I was doing like, I don't know, fucking 80 or something when he rolled me. Hmm. And then was like, hey, I have to say this because I have to say this. Fucking Get put the CCD. weapon in the glove compartment. <laughs> put your fucking mags in the back seat somewhere, whatever, till you get home. Have a nice day. That's it. Like, especially with the military, a lot of the officers that I know that I've talked to are like, dude, we would have, rather have more guys like you that are carrying concealed out on the street because you're our first line of defense when something goes wrong with us. If you're driving by and you see something going down, like yeah. you're our first line of, of assistance versus waiting for backup, but as well as the rest of the community, right? So, and they yeah. know in California, it's almost possible to get a, get a, get a concealed carry. But, bro, it's a yeah. fucking misdemeanor. It's a misdemeanor. Yeah. It ain't even a fucking felony. Mm-hmm. So realistically, this is where I pose the question, how much is your life and the life of your loved ones worth worth to you? Yeah. Is it worth a misdemeanor? To me? Absolutely. Yeah. I would again, rather catch a misdemeanor charge be, than again, have rather be my kid killed. Judged by 12 than carried by yeah. 6. So... Absolutely, and with that piece of shit fucking DA that you guys got out there in LA County and shit, I mean, I'm pretty sure you'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna walk away with like a fucking fine and some community service. <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Hey, <laughs> um, <clears throat> sorry, that was mean. I'm just low kidding. blow. No, just it's kidding. not my first rodeo either. All right, <laughs> but uh, but, but I mean, I'm just look, dude. I'm just being fucking realistic, right? Yeah. Like, and like, I, you know, like, I've never really thought about it up until like the last couple years or so. You know, like, obviously, when I was in, like, when I was in the military, I thought about it a lot. I wanted to fucking, I always wanted a CCW. I wanted to fucking conceal carry. I wanted to EDC. Well, <clears throat> the, you know, back then when I was getting out was when they finally fucking passed that Leosa thing mm-hmm. um, where, <laughs> pissed me off because i had just gotten out <laughs> and i was like fuck you, you're about four years shy of your tenure so you couldn't get the retired one yeah and i was like god damn it so um i couldn't you know i had just gotten out they just passed the fucking leosa um cert where you could get your fucking ccw with no questions mm-hmm. asked um yeah. and i so was i was like dicks me. <laughs> yeah i was like son of a bitch so you know um i never ended up getting my ccw never ended up fucking doing that and I always wanted to to conceal carry because uh, you know I I worked in various fucking forums of like you know para law enforcement <clears throat> para law enforcement paramilitary shit like you know security armed security fucking um, I did you know celebrity shit uh, every now and again yep. um, some PSD stuff yeah you know so I mean fuck there was uh, one of the jobs that I did up in Beverly Hills. Um, that you know you you would meet with me like when you would be coming down mm-hmm. when you were working in like Santa Monica or some shit I forget where you were yep. working but we'd we'd meet up at the gas station fucking bullshit for a while after I got off work yeah um, you know fucking yep. the, working PSD for that fucking rich ass tech guy I don't even know I never never found out his name mm-hmm. but he was a fucking yeah. asshole anyways but um <clears throat> I always wanted my CCW for you know like because obviously you can. Uh, with armed security, you can carry to and from work. You can't stop anywhere. You can't in like, uniform. Yeah, in uniform. Have to be in uniform. Can't stop anywhere. Can't even get gas. It's like if I had my CCW, that wouldn't be a fucking problem. But so I guess <clears throat> this is where I this is where I pose the question. You don't live in LA County. No, 
You live in Riverside County? Yes. Yes. So what the fuck is your excuse now? Because both Riverside County and San Bernardino <clears throat> County will issue CCW. Yeah. But so, all of my address stuff goes to LA County. Doesn't matter. So well, switch your cell phone bill. Switch a water bill. Mm. Switch an electric bill. If you have a water bill or an electric bill or some sort of form of form of, of mail, like a bill, because they require they'll mm. require a bill for proof of residency. Uh-huh. Um, that shows that you're a resident where you, in the county that you're residing in now. That's mm-hmm. all you need. Okay. Oh, you take well. that in, you fill out the CCW <clears throat> application. Um, they're going to want a uh, weapons qual, uh, a private weapons qual. Um, take that into the sheriff's department and pay whatever the fucking fees are. <clears throat> they're going to have you take a CCW class. I mean, it, look, it, it, it's going to cost you probably a couple hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh god, a couple hundred bucks. I'm like, uh, yeah, a couple hundred bucks are fucking dead. Yeah, well, like, from what like, I've what, heard, what is it in California now? From what I've heard, um, like one of my buddies, shit, <clears throat> my barber, um, <clears throat> he was saying that um, his his CCW was like fifteen hundred. Yeah, but he's in LA in this, No, he was San Bernardino County. Really? <clears throat> yeah. He was like, they're fucking expensive now. I don't know, dude. Fifteen hundred bucks still seems like a small price. To pay well, for yeah. You to protect yourself. Of course, yeah. If but you I mean, can afford it. If you can if you afford, can afford it. it. And, well, saying, and see, the other thing too now is I own a business, so and we deal a lot with cash. That gives one more oh, reason because that was his. Because that was his. Uh, my that was my barber's fucking reason for getting his CCW is because he carries a lot of cash on him. So mm-hmm. his and he was getting his in San Bernardino County and LA County. Um, because the business is in LA County. Yeah. His, like his business was in LA County, but his place of residence was San Bernardino County. So he had to do some, he was like, it was a big fucking, it was a big weird shit that he had to deal with. And, uh, he was like, it cost him like 1500 bucks. And I was like, damn dude, it's fucking expensive. Like, cause I want to get mine and now I own a business so I can get it. Cause we deal a lot with cash. So he was like, yeah, dude, just fucking look into it. It's probably going to be about a thousand to 1500, depending on, you know, what, what county you're going to try to register it in. And I was like, well, I mean, it is what it is. Fuck it. You ready? Yep. You ready? Here we go. Mm-hmm. Riverside County. Yes. Standard two-year. Uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, we'll go standard two-year permit. Okay. 115 bucks for the DOJ fee. Okay. Paid on submission of your application. Okay. $80 issuance fee. Okay. Paid upon the approval of the application. Okay. Uh, new fee breakdown DOG live scan, 95 bucks. Standard, yeah. Um, renewal fee, $77. Duplicate modification fee, 10 bucks. So wait, uh, that, that last one was what? Um... Uh, duplicate or a modification fee. Oh, okay. so like so that would be like add, adding caliber. Years, <clears throat> adding the caliber or modifying, let's say, the address on it if you move. Or something of that nature. So basically, okay. you're looking at what are we looking at? <clears throat> roughly 500 bucks, I think. Yeah, roughly. Okay. Say on the high end, 500 bucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it says this is a Riverside County Sheriff's Department, fucking Riverside CA dot permit dot com, CCW, mm-hmm. fucking all the shit. Um. Dude, you can download your application right fucking there. You fill it out. You take it in. 
Here are your requirements. The applicant is of good moral character. Good cause exists to issue the CCW. The applicant meets meets residence requirements and the course of training prescribed by the licensing authority has been completed. Go to CCW class, dude. Show weapons, weapons qualification. Here it is. Training required. If applying for a new concealed carry weapons license, an eight-hour firearms training course must be completed prior to issuance. If applying for a renewal, completion of a four-hour firearms training course is required prior to issuance. Okay. That's it, dude. Eight-hour training course. Fill out your app. Pay the fuck fees. There you go. Hmm. Well, so, shit. <clears throat> I'll have to definitely look into that. Like, I'm just saying. Next week. I'm just saying. As Americans, it is your constitutional fucking right to not only purchase and own firearms, but to carry them for your own fucking protection. Okay? Yeah. That picture looks like it was taken at Camp Bob. Sorry, guys. So, the government is going to fuck you, at least on a state level in California, out of being trying to trying to fuck you out of being able to uh, do anything. Exercise, exercise <laughs> said right, right? Well, if you live in a fucking county where you are able to get a CCW issue, especially much easier than any other county, and you don't. The fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Not to be a dick, because I know that kind of sounds like a fucking dick comment, but <clears throat> I'm just saying. Like, there's, in my opinion, that should that should be a financial priority. Yeah, I mean, right? see, like for me, <clears throat> I have a little I, bit of a hang up because you can, like, you know, my background. Oh uh, yeah. I've, so well, because I've already tried. Well, I tried. Um, Fuck, when was it? It was years ago now. Um, it was at least like three, four years ago. Um, oh, shit, longer than that. It was probably like back in 2014, 2015. Bro, you're like fucking <laughs> seven to eight years, dog. Well, no, yeah, from my like my record. But, I mean, I went to a – I did a CCW course. I did an eight-hour course, um, and it was for – it was for the state of Utah non-residency CCW um, permit because that was yeah. back when they were they were trying to pass the uh, the reciprocity um, bill. Yes, yes. So it was like even if you had a fucking non-resident Utah fucking CCW, it would be valid in California after the reciprocity yes. Yes. passed. So which I did that, hell. which yeah, that that went out the fucking window. But <clears throat> I got denied from fucking Utah because. I think it was because I was still on probation uh, for that second one. Yeah, dude. So, you've had so much time that's passed after that. I don't even think that would be a factor. I think, to be honest, I think 2020 was when I finally got off of probation. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm luckily, I'm now we're two years past, but <clears throat> I think 2020 here's, was when here's, I finally here's got the off deal. probation. Yeah, if I was you and I, if I was in your shoes, I would simply walk into a Riverside County Sheriff's Department office, substation, whatever the case is. Mm. I'd ask for the watch commander, and then when they came up, be like, hey, I got a question. This is my background, mm. military. This is This is my other background. It's been this long. Mm -hmm. What's the deal? Yeah. I'm looking to get a CCW. Is this going to bar me from getting? It? Yeah, because I, I like what pissed me off was I fucking spent the 160 bucks on that fucking eight hour course, the fucking oh, yeah. the 90 bucks for the live scan, yeah. and yeah, you know, it was like over 200. It was like 250 bucks for this fucking course, and then he was like, I was like, 
should I even fucking continue? Like, should I even stay for this class? And he goes, honestly, um, I'm not 100% sure. That's up to, technically, it's up to the state of Utah. Once we send in all, he was like, I just, I just performed the class, you know, like I, I just instruct and send all this shit into the state of Utah. Mm -hmm. Now, whatever they decide, they decide. So I would say, fuck it, you know, there's a good chance that you might get, you know, passed and then you can conceal carry and, or they say no. And I was like, fuck, okay, well, I mean, I've already fucking spent the 160 bucks to (laughs) register for the class. I might as well just send the fucking another 90. And so. Then yeah, I got the letter saying no. And that's <clears> when I think, I mean, we really need to, it, it needs to become a fucking trend to where more and more and more states. Now, California will never become one of those states. I think California no. needs to be, be separated from the United States and float off in the ocean and fucking sink. Yes. Um, <laughs> but more and more states. Well, shit, they're like, talking about Texas seceding from the fucking rest of the country, too. Really? Yeah, dude. There's been there's been a lot of talks a, about Texas fucking seceding. Texas? Yeah, a Texas. That's, that's gay. <laughs> I mean, Texas, fuck, dude. Texas it, it would be its own country. <laughs> it would be its own country. I think you're They're you're, you're going to start seeing more and more states that are going to want to do that. The longer, the further into this Biden administration or presidency that we get. <laughs> yeah. Because the problem is, is they don't want to be associated <clears throat> with this federal government, right? Yeah. And realistically, let's talk about the federal government real quick because we're we're running really fucking long. But yeah. that's another aspect of this whole entire Uvalde issue. The FBI looked into this motherfucker multiple times for yep. shit that he had posted online. Yeah, and where the fuck you at, FBI, messages. you worthless fucking piece of shit organization that doesn't do a fucking thing for this country? Yeah. We need to defund three-letter agencies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. ATF. ATF, DEA, fucking FBI, CIA, all of them. Fuck fucking all of defund them. all of them. Yeah. Because they don't do anything. DHS. Yeah, they do fucking yeah the fucking DHS. Listen, motherfucker, when we have a Department of Homeland Security, yet we have what I think it was like twenty something thousand immigrants came through in the last like fucking couple weeks. Yeah, how many of those have we found that are fucking active terrorists or connections to terrorist organizations? Yeah, where where you at DHS? Where the fuck you at FBI? Where you at CIA? You guys ain't doing a fucking thing but soaking up our tax dollars, you pieces of shit. Fuck you, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a bunch of uh, a bag of dicks. And the other argument that I want to touch on really fucking quick before we get out of here, uh, give ourselves a couple of shameless fucking personal plugs and uh, bid you all fucking adieu, uh, is the one other argument that I was presented with um, that really pissed me the fuck off was we need to stop allowing 18-year-olds to buy these weapons. Oh, okay. But you can put the same type of a fucking weapon in an 18-year-old's hand and send them overseas to fucking die, right? That's yeah. cool. That's that's totally okay though, right? Yeah. Fuck off. If you are fucking an adult legally, you get to do all legal adult fucking things. In my opinion, yep. if you're going to make 18 the legal age to be a fucking adult, a legal adult in this country, you should be able to fucking drink. Yeah. <laughs> if you at 18 years old can be tried as a fucking adult and sentenced to death, you should be able to walk into a bar and buy yourself a fucking beer. If at 18 years old, you can enlist in the military and be handed a weapon and sent overseas to go fucking fight and die for your goddamn country, you should be able to drink a beer and fucking throw in a dip or smoke a cig. Yeah. Therefore, if you at 18 years old are legally fucking known as an adult <clears throat> and you can do all these other things, you damn sure should be able to exercise your Second Amendment right and purchase a fucking weapon at 18. 
I don't give a fuck if it's a handgun or a rifle. If you don't fucking like it and you want to change it, then you increase the legal adult age to 21. Yeah. Because at 21, you can drink. At 21, you can buy tobacco. Guess what? You got to wait till you're 21 to go fight and die for your fucking country. And then you got to wait till you're 21 to buy a fucking firearm. Yep. Fuck you. You don't get to sit here and pick and choose what a legal adult in this country gets to fucking do. I have had it with that fucking argument. You can shove that one straight up your lip and hard fucking ass. Mm -hmm. Don't really fucking care. That's a bag of dicks. And this shit all comes from people that doesn't know shit about fuck. Yeah. Literally when it comes to fucking anything. It all comes from a bunch of fake ass fucking feminists. A bunch of fucking whiny little pieces of shit that don't know fucking anything about gun rights or gun control or statistics or anything like that. That want to be able to kill a baby up to fucking seven days after the baby's fucking born. (laughs) Until you fucking deranged thought processes are the ones that want to change all the shit. Get fucked. Fuck off, dude. I am done with this shit. I have fucking had it. So we're coming down to the end. Um, that's our thoughts on the Uvalde shooting. Those are the facts. Those are the statistics. Don't tell me it's emotionally charged. It's fact-based, bitch. Our opinions are formed off of that. We say it every fucking show. We gave you the facts. We gave you the statistics. We gave you the chronological breakdown of the time frame. We dove into fucking everything. Mm-hmm. Um before we take off here, I want to just say a big thank you to everybody that does listen and support the show. Um, man, we fucking love you guys. We we couldn't really do this without you. We wouldn't really do this without you. Um, we have a lot of fun fucking doing this and talking about this stuff. Um, if you guys have any uh, constructive criticism at all, man, we, we take criticism really fucking well. We just want to make this show fucking better. <clears throat> Hit us go up leave us at, a review. Yeah, go leave, leave us, us a review, review on iTunes. Uh, give us a five star on Spotify. Five star on fucking iTunes. Give us, <clears throat> you know, everything. I usually post up a question after every episode that I post. It, it usually only lasts about a week or two. Um, yep. Interact with us. Interact with us. Yeah, we Spotify. would love to interact with you guys. We want to hear what your thoughts and your concerns and your questions and your comments and all that type of shit. Um, with that being said, uh, these episodes are definitely brought to you by our shameless plugs. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, if you guys have labs. any questions about yeah supplements with your fitness game, um, hit me up on Instagram at magicman330. Um, you can slide into my DMs. I always enjoy people sliding into them DMs. Um, you can hit me up on the tribe email, the underscore tw- tribe, the underscore tribe 21 at yahoo.com. Sorry, I can't talk today. Um, or hit us up on the tribe Facebook group. Um, Blocks on Labs has got anything and everything you need to reach your fitness goals, supplementation wise, everything from staple stuff all the way up to your pre workouts, non stem and non stem BCAAs, protein powders, pro hormones. We got it fucking all and some really gangster ass apparel as well to not only keep you feeling good and comfy in the gym, but looking fucking sexy. Shit. Use my code MAGICMAN330 for that 20% discount. Also, hit me up at all those same fucking locations. I am a now some certified personal trainer. My company, Madman Fitness, is live. I will dial in your entire program, get you on some fucking 
programs that are or workout regiments and everything. We'll do diet. We'll do nutrition. We'll do your entire workout program that fits fucking you. And I will not price gouge the fuck out of you. So hit me up at MagicMan330 on IG, the underscore tribe21 at yahoo.com for the email or the Facebook group. Bernie over here has got some really good shit over at Cardomax. Let's oh, yeah. <clears throat> cardomax.com promo code bornhard get that 10 percent off get that energy intensifier immune booster get your shit going make sure you have that midday pick me up because <clears throat> you need that clean energy it's got zero everything it's got b3 b6 b12 bcaa's 200 milligrams of caffeine you know the deal i've been saying it for fucking since day one get that energy intensifier in your life stop with the uh gas station energy drinks those you know those nasty ones they're fucking horrible for you they do not do well um again go to cardomax.com promo code born hard get that 10 percent off and then hey you know what sign up for the subscription get that additional five percent off absolutely bring that shit down get it absolutely and then to top it all off, we always want to feel good. We want to sleep good. We want to not be in pain, all this other shit. Um, head on over to Shell Shock CBD, you guys. Um, John Burke is the owner and um, president of Shell Shock CBD. Uh, combat veteran, four and a half years in Iraq and Afghanistan, two years on Drill Sergeant Trail. Um, he is a what I would call a constitutional essentialist. Um, he calls the bullshit on both sides. He's got an amazing podcast, All American Savage Show. Definitely go check that shit out. Um, you can find him on Twitch. Well, he's actually suspended for 14 days. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Probably Instagram, YouTube all that still. Good shit. Instagram. Yeah. Um, go check out his Facebook. John Ross videos on YouTube because they are fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, John Ross painting videos. Um, but hit up shellshockcbd.com. They have got all your CBD needs, THC and non-THC. They have CBD stuff for your fucking pets. They've got the CBD herbal teas. Man, they've got fucking everything. They're coming out with product. a vitamin line pretty soon. Yep. They got the vitamin line. They got the vape pens, the Delta 9, Delta 8 vape pens. Uh, actually, sorry, scratch that. Delta 8 vape pens. They don't have any in Delta 9 yet. Um, they've got your Delta 8 yum yums. They've got your. Doweedos. 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 They've got the fucking chocolate bars. They've got all kinds of really good shit, guys. Um, we have no affiliation with them at all, but we really like everything that John Burke is doing. Really like his products, really like his fucking company. So anything we can fucking help out a good motherfucker like that, we are going to do. Maybe and Hey, give us a shout out. Yeah. <laughs> give us a shout out, <laughs> hit him up and hit us or, you know, hit him up, hit us up and give us a shout out because, you know, we, we would love to work with him. We'd love to be an affiliate or a partner or fucking, yep. you know, and I know he, ha- I know he has said that he will <clears> never <throat> do like brand ambassadors or affiliates or discounts codes. I don't give a fuck, man. We just want to know that some he's kind of cool a shout out, fucking shout him, shouting him out, whatever, helping him out as best we can. So guys with that, um, man, get armed, get trained, protect yourself, protect your family, live your life, love, protect your, life, your neck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Your uh, neck. don't be a fucking dick. Drink water. Till next time, we're out of here. We are out. <laughs> <laughs>